When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One, two, three. This is Talking Tech with Teddy. Now, here is your host, Teddy Allen. Yeah, welcome. Thanks for joining us today, where we try to introduce you to the uh, different members of the Tech Athletic family. And today we are talking with the ever brightly shining Amber McRae, entering your third year as a volleyball coach here at Tech. We've already had some first in program history and program records. We'll get into that. But uh, have you settled in here in Ruston the last two years? I have. It Two years have really flown by. You know, they say you, uh, time flies when you're having fun, and I can. it's hard for me to believe I'm already entering year three. But it's such a family town. It was real easy to settle in, and I'm enjoying it. Thank you for being here, and thank you for what you've done with our team so far. It's been a weird last, you know, 18 or 19 <laughs> months you played. 18 or 20 matches last year in the spring. Yes. Right. So as much as you enjoyed your time here, it, it has been a, a extraordinary time to be alive <laughs> and be a coach of 20 girls, I would suspect. Yes, it has. In Ruston in general, you know, my first spring, we have the tornado that we're dealing with. And then the next spring, we have a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of been challenge after challenge. But I think that's all a part of growth and getting to – uh, lead young women and, and help them figure out how they're going to overcome these various challenges and adversity is part of the job and part of the reason I'm in this profession. profession. And glad you are. That Has that uh, uh, hindered at all y'all's community service? Because I know that's a big part of your coaching style is, you know, one day you won't 
be asked to get a dig anymore, but you're still going to be a human sharing the world with the rest of us. So how's that part going? Absolutely. It definitely has made it more challenging in mm -hmm. finding um, different events that we could actually be a part of, especially with us having to kind of limit interaction with the community. But I wouldn't say it hindered it because our team was still able to go find 286 hours mm. as a team last year uh, for community service. And we did that in a variety of different ways. You know, we went out and did things like help clean up um, we helped with obviously the big event in the spring that was a, a team required event but we also had a couple other days um, MLK day of service and some other times that we went out and maybe just took a few trash bags and the trash pickers and we did that on the side of the highway uh, we also went and hung out at four paws cleaning up doing some Good. yard work over there that's something that we do annually um, we had several other players they like to do the whole where they adopt a pet for a day so they were engaged in that and they do that through four paws, yes right? through four paws that is an organization that we we have a lot of players who actually have a really big passion for animals and animal yeah. rescue so um, they were able to do that as well as uh, we were able to get back in the in the schools a little bit or in the community at the end of the year we started uh, getting involved with DART, their kids group on Monday nights, which is something that I've really enjoyed ever since we went for the first time in April. I've gone back every Monday that I've been in town and really gotten to be a big part of them and, and love those kids. So any chance we get for our kids to get out in the community, show our face. We also had, unfortunately, you know, last year we had the hurricanes. So we went and helped with those cleanups, um, you know, and those are all things that we were able to do outside and just Get out there and get a chance to give back. That is something that is extremely important to us as a staff, as well as our program, that our kids are understanding there's so much going on in the world mm -hmm. right now. And there's so much, um, you know, it's, it's becoming more and more evident that we need a society full of people who are going to be more other oriented and think about others instead of just themselves. And any chance that we have to help build that within our program, we're going to take. Beautiful. And uh, Amber mentioned DART, which is domestic abuse. Uh, that organization helps those who have been affected by that. D-A-R-T, four paws is actually the, the number four paws. If you go to Google it, uh, a lot of uh, ways to help through that. You can also, don't forget to follow volleyball on all kinds of social media, at LaTechVB on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, whenever they're out and about in the community. Or if you want to request something, you can DM us and uh, volleyball will try to help. Now, uh, even though y'all have been all around town, and again, it was a challenge, but you made it happen 286 hours last year, these players also have taken the time to study, yes. it appears. Uh, a 3.52 team GPA, uh, 13 of the players had a 3.5 plus for at least, for three quarters at least, and 11 at least, one perfect quarter of 4.0. Now. At the University of Florida where you starred and you're a Texan from Pine Tree and you went over there to play in all SEC a couple of times, all American, and you won there uh, the best female graduating student athlete. And a lot of that had to do with academics. Plus, you match what you did in the classroom on the court. So that's important to you. Do you use you as an example? How do you, do, do you know, say, if I can do it? I mean, I, I didn't split the atom, but I'm a, I'm a bright person who, who tried how do you how do you inspire them to hit the books because this is a program record for back-to-back y'all -back, are american volleyball coach association team academic award winners yes absolutely um i don't typically use myself and list out all of my awards mm -hmm. but we do as a staff you know we have three 
um, former collegiate volleyball student athletes who all did so at various levels and all excelled in the classroom as well. So we will occasionally give some examples from that of knowing that, hey guys, here's the expectation that we set for our program. Um, be committed to your education is actually one of our 14 expectations. Mm. And it's also, we have a culture five list of things that we want our players to do. And one of them is to um, be all about what they do in the classroom and giving their best effort there. So we do a lot of various things to help cultivate that. One, um, we have team academic coaches. Basically, that was something that we actually started in COVID, in the pandemic, when everybody got sent home. Uh, we wanted to make sure that our we were still interacting with our kids, making sure they were staying on top of things in the classroom with their new online classes and all of that. So we divided them between the three coaches and um, each coach had, you know, five to six players that we regularly checked up on through the week when they were gone in the pandemic and would just, you know, have conversations. Hey, how's this class doing? How'd this test go? What you got uh, do this week and all of that so that we could make sure they were still taking care of the business, uh, taking care of business in the classroom. And we did so well that quarter. We had actually set a, a record for our GPA that quarter. We decided, hey, even when they're back in Ruston, let's keep these, you know, because yeah. it gives us a chance to interact with them outside the court too. Sometimes it's just a self-care check-in. Hey, how you doing? You know, how are you feeling? How's your family? And then we can talk about the classes as well. And I think these high GPA, team GPA quarters are definitely a reflection of that and a reflection of us just making sure our kids understand we expect you to compete at a high level and give everything you can in the court, but the term is also student athlete with student coming first. So that has to be the priority, getting them to graduate and getting them to do so um, with honors and you know at a high level is definitely a huge priority for our team. Uh, apparently it's working 18 of the student athletes on the um CSA honor roll this last year. Again, that's a program record. We have on mask, Amber and I do right now, following the rules and all that. And it's be I look better in a mask than with that one. But I wish <laughs> you could see Amber because when she gets hers off, the real lights up the room. You can tell you really enjoy volleyball. You enjoy talking about your players. We've talked about them off the court. But on the court, well, first of all, I've got a new court. Yes. Is the, and it's hard to describe unless you see it, how much brighter yes. the whole room looks. But talk about their reaction to that. Please. It really just changed. It's amazing what a difference it makes in the tack. Mm -hmm. You know, just changing the court, changing the color of the court really lightens up the whole arena, um, which I think gets it gives it definitely a more modern feel and a more, uh, we can't wait to see it, you know, with the LED lights. We've mm -hmm. seen it a little bit already. The new LED lights we were blessed with um, a year ago, they are really just able to, to bounce off, reflect off of that court in a um, really unique and I think special way. So that's something our kids have been super excited about. And we're really thankful to all the donors and everyone who helped make that happen. Beautiful. So uh, you'll get to come see the court. You can see it uh, in the home opener, which is Wednesday, September 1st. Lady Texas will play Jackson State. Is there a cost to get us a ticketed event? It is not. Right okay. now we are free admission. Uh, so bring everyone you can, bring the whole family. Uh, we are definitely trying to do a lot of new things. We have, you know, our new director of, of brand engagement, uh, Reggie McIntyre, has really brought in some new ideas and some different things that we're going to try to use to help um, increase attendance and help get mm -hmm. people out to volleyball and help with the marketing side of things. So it's a lot of exciting things going on right now at Tech, and uh, we'd love to to pack the tax so we could have people there to see it. That'll be Wednesday at 1 o'clock. You can go to LaTexSports.com, click on Volleyball. Of course, you can get the whole schedule. 
there. We're talking to Amber on Wednesday in two days, Friday, August the 27th. Y'all will be up in um, Barnhill Arena to kick it off, a little tournament at Arkansas, uh, then come back here. What, what can you say about our, uh, you know, you got a not, lot of new players yes. coming off again, a weird year where you played in the spring. Right. So you know a lot more than me, but still any coach who says they know what their team's going to be like before the first <laughs> game, they're really just just pulling your leg because it's hard to know how everybody's going to react. So what are your feelings about this year? Yes, uh, I'm really excited. You know, we do have a very new team in terms of we only have one senior, so we're young. And then even of the few juniors that we have, none of them were here last year. Um, everybody, so we, we're predominantly freshmen and sophomores. And our sophomores, you know, in a lot of ways, they're kind of new because things were so different last year. This is their first experience and kind of a normal, more normal schedule. So with all that being said, anytime you have a new team, a young team, um, there are going to be some growing pains. There are going to be some things that you have to work through in terms of, how do we find our best lineup and our best combination of players that can help us find success on the court? So um, we're going to be seeing that. You know, we're always praying for a, a healthy season, mm -hmm. and you got you have kids that are banged up or have different things going on. But um, I think that even provides a chance for our kids to learn how to how to take on that next man up mentality and who's going to step up and bring some fire, bring some energy, and compete in a way that's going to help us turn some of these wins that we've had off the court into mm -hmm. wins on the court. We're looking forward to the season again. Uh, and you got Jane Hayes here with you for the second, third. She's going in her third year. She was a start at ETBU. And then tell us about Ms. Kuntz, your, most, your newest addition. Yes, so Jasmine comes to us most recently um, from being a GA at Southern Miss. So she is someone who is definitely familiar with the conference, having been in it last year. Um, she, her expertise is blocking and taking care of our, our middle. She's a former middle blocker who played in the Pac-12 and in the, um, in the Big Ten, Big playing Ten. at Arizona State and then at Ohio State. So she knows how to compete at a high level. I'm very impressed with her IQ, especially at a young age. And I think she also brings just energy and relatability to our players. You know, it's always great sometimes. I, I like to think that my playing years were just the other day, but they were actually, you know, 15, 16 years ago. So sometimes it's nice to have a little bit fresher face who mm -hmm. is more um, – just has just recently gone through what some of our kids are going through to help us relate and to help us figure out what best gets them successful. Well, please tell her what Jasmine, we're glad she's in town. Again, she'll join a group that, uh, for the first time in program history, had back-to-back -back seasons on this uh, volleyball coaches, you know, association, all academic deal. Um, all academic deal. That obviously shows you my GPA was not what I wanted. <laughs> To be. Uh, but anyway, that's a, it's fascinating. It's a wonderful deal and program record for 18 on the CUSA honor roll, 286 hours of community service. Go to uh, at La Tech Volleyball on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you want to talk to the volleyball team about trying to schedule some event or somebody needs some help, get out there and do it. Yes. You can do like they do, support DART. Four Pauls, uh, to wrap this up, again, you're going to know 98% more in a, uh, three weeks than you do yes. now about your team, and we'll we'll keep everybody updated. Go to latexsports.com for more information. But what do you want to say to the fans, maybe to wrap this up, either about uh, your expectations or about um, um, 
if you want to teach us some more volleyball real quick, what, should, what we should root for? <laughs> uh, well, my biggest thing for the fans, you know, obviously come. We love to love to see people in the stands and, and yell all that. the whole time. And yes, yell the whole yeah. time. Get excited. Our staff is a very energetic, kind of passionate staff mm-hmm. who coach with emotion. We are trying to really preach and get our players to play and compete with emotion. And it helps when you create that home court advantage, mm-hmm. you know, by fans that are, are there, not only there, but they are yelling and they're actually giving you that that added advantage so that's definitely a huge thing um we are just so excited about the opportunity to continue building this program our motto since we got here has been brick by brick we know it's a process and we're constantly telling our our staff and our players to trust that process uh but we feel like we we've laid some bricks in the first couple years we know we have many more to lay on the court and it's it's going to take time but as long as we keep staying committed to um the pieces that will give us the culture we want to have here and build here in terms of fire and that competitive energy and all that, we're going to be exactly where we need to be. Uh, so, yeah, even when you're hitting the ball around, like ten, the Kane McGuire's told us with, when you root for tennis, you don't have to be quiet like they do at Wimbledon. You yes. scream and yell the whole time, and that's what you'd prefer. Yes. We actually – I didn't know you had to be quiet in tennis, and we took mm-hmm. our team out there last year, and a couple mm-hmm. of us got in some trouble. From uh, <laughs> yelling? By the ref, we were yelling. I was excited. Our players kid, want you to. That, yes, and our kid was super passionate mm-hmm. and gritty, and she was yelling, and we're cheering. Beautiful. And, you know, they have multiple courts going on at the same time, so you're cheering for one, but the other one is stopped. And um, it was just funny. I didn't realize there were so many sports that you mm-hmm. couldn't yell because that's so different from our sport. But volleyball, right. we yell. So come out there, be loud. It really does help us when we have a, a crowd behind us. The home opener is Wednesday, uh, September 1st at 1 o'clock at Jackson State in the TAC. Yes, it's ma'am. here at 6.30. Oh, it's at 6.30. Yes. It is that right evening. There. Then that's a lot better because if I'm not in school. 6 o'clock. Okay, sorry, at at six. Eat a quick supper and then hustle out here Wednesday. Go to prayer meeting, pray fast, and then get over here to the TAC. Six o'clock, Jackson State. First of many home games, you can find the whole schedule. LaTexSports.com. When you come, holler and uh, holler out. Six or six thirty? Six thirty. Get here at six and you can start practicing yelling. Yes, you can yell during our warm up. It helps us get the energy going already. Amber McCrace is a head lady texter for the volleyball team. Best luck this season. Thank you so much, Teddy. Talk to you next time. See ya. You've been listening to Talk and Tech with Teddy. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.